we're so stoked you guys are with us. Happy Wednesday. Yeah. If y'all want to make your way to the front, we're about to get tonight's activity yes. started. Yes, on in, everybody in the back. All right, Kat. Get, oh, no, I was just saying, can I get an amen for the fact that it is cool right now? What is right this? Now? What do you guys? Move hey. to the front. Move to the front. <laughs> just kidding. Thank you, Amber. This is why I love you. All right. As you guys make your way forward, you want to ask them their family time question? Talk right, to I'll somebody around you as you're finding your seat. In a little. What are we talking about? Yeah, find somebody new. All right. So, everybody's still moving in. I'll give them a second. <laughs> All righty. Okay, Power. so our family time question is... Still waiting for people to sit and get adjusted. There's but a lot of seats over here. I know there's more seats as over if here. If you guys want to carry over these chairs, you're more than welcome to sit around here with these chairs. They're up for grabs. She took me up on the offer. Appreciate that. Okay, now I'm going to ask the question for real this time. Do you guys like Halloween more or Christmas? Halloween or Christmas? Your answer to this question may or may not determine whether you can stay for service. Just I kidding. don't know. I kind of like, I love Christmas, but I really like Halloween. Better? No, I can't more say better? More better. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say more better, but. I feel like Christmas is classic. Like, it's just unbeatable. Yeah. It really I don't know. is the best time of the year. It's so good. That's true. All right, well, we're stoked you guys are here with us. What's up first? Okay. What do we have? So, first, if you're not already, make sure to follow us on social media. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> follow us at BridgeYTH underscore, as we say, every single week, and as we lie, every single week. We're trying to get verified. Get us the blue check mark, even though we're not nowhere near that. How Just many followers follow do we have? How many do you have to have to be verified? Does anyone like even know? Like a lot. 15,000? Oh, 15. 15. 15 more and we're verified. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> sure. Just kidding. All right. Next up, we have our Sunday services. We are back and in person, 930 and 1130. We're so stoked to be back. It's been amazing being able to just worship and be all together again. So you guys feel free. That's not just a place for adult services. We are more than welcome to have our youth, and we miss you guys. So, yeah, yeah. 930, 1130 here in the main auditorium. All right. Now on to our third announcement. So, Every week in October, we are going to be having outdoor youth Let's services. Go. So, imagine that. But we are also going to be streaming online. So, if you don't feel comfortable coming and being around everybody, yeah, you can still I watch totally from home. I totally forgot we were doing that this week. Welcome, yeah. oh, I know. that's online. <laughs> stoked you guys are here, too. I know. But yeah, okay, and then last up, this is a super special one from Kat and I. Oh, Bridge yeah. Women, you guys, is mm -hmm. this Friday. So, ladies of all ages... We've yeah. been working so, so hard to make this an unforgettable event for you guys. And we just hope that you guys will make your way. It's going to be Friday, this Friday at 6.30. And we just have yeah. so much in store for you guys. And I'm pretty sure we're meeting here. It'll kind of be like the same setup as yeah. you. So definitely be there. Bring all your girlfriends. It'll be so good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not as in multiple girlfriends. Just all the girls yeah, JJ. that you love. Not multiple girlfriends. <laughs> what do you know about multiple girlfriends, JJ? <laughs> yeah, you're just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On to our game. So, okay. if everybody would like to stand up with us, we're going to get into this. All right. We are going to be playing Sit Down If. if. And I feel like in the past we usually like sit down and everybody stands back up again. But this is going to show your true colors. So once you sit down, you are out of the game. Yeah. Sit so down, you stay sitting, okay? Even though it's not a right or wrong question, just sit down and stay down. <laughs> it's not a right or wrong, but it kind of is. There's implications. We'll see. Okay, okay, first up. This is a big one. Mm -hmm. Sit down if you have never seen Star Wars. 
And I'm participating, so oh I'm out, y'all. Oh, my god! I have never seen Star Wars. Corey and Amber are That's crying true. right now. I know, Corey and Amber are crying. <laughs> they said... I just got kicked off the worship team. You heard it here from Charles. Dang, that's rough. That it's is a rough. tough life. Okay, we ready for our next question? Yeah, what's next? Okay, sit down if you have never had Chipotle. What? Oh my what? gosh, people actually sat down. That actually had me a little bit shocked. I know, low-key. <laughs> Y'all missing out. I feel like Corey actually lives off Chipotle. For yeah. a solid time there, too. That's a fact. Okay. That's a fact. Next up, sit down if you do not own a beanie. Okay, thank God. That one actually... Yeah, a little yeah. worried there. Okay. What's okay. next? Okay, now this one. Okay. Sit down if you're not wearing Nikes. No, if you are wearing Nikes. Oh, I'm lying. If you are wearing Nikes. If you are wearing <laughs> Nikes, Converse, or Vans right now, sit down. Nikes, Converse, or Vans? Get myself. Look at that! Oh, wow, there goes everybody. <laughs> Bridge youth. No dogs. Get out. No. Dogs are the shoes that Jesus wears, if you guys wondered. We're sandals. It's true. Okay. Let's go. Wow, you guys know you're a trendy church when you're all wearing the same brand. Oh, and Josie. Josie is like the wow. coolest. So she's, Josie won, she's for sure. <laughs> all right. Sit down if you do not wear glasses. I mean, if you... Wait, wait. if you don't wear glasses, if that's everybody. Oh, if you do not? Yeah, sit down if you don't wear glasses. That is so good. All of you were already wearing <laughs> glasses. That's super trippy, actually. <laughs> okay. Sit down if you don't <laughs> Why are you like confused? Candy if corn. you do not Pull work it together, Evan, come on. I've been you're already sitting down. Okay, it doesn't matter. You're distracting me. Next question. Sit down if you don't like candy corn. Wait, you have all of these? You guys, Kat is the real one. No, I'm just on stage, so I'm just going to stay standing. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> she wasn't participating. All right, you guys. You are the true OGs of Bridge Youth. We're so Only proud like of you guys <laughs> for embodying all of these things and being original and not Definitely. wearing Converse or Vans to yeah, church. Good for, for you. Sure. Way for to sure. be the one. All right. Yeah. We're stoked you guys are here. If you all want to stand up, we are going to move our way into worship. worship. Yeah. I'm just going to pray us in. All right. Dear Lord, we are just mm -hmm. so honored to be here. So glad to be in your presence, Lord. And I just lift up this entire night before you, Lord. I pray that, Lord, you would just replace our plans with your heart, Lord Jesus, and we would just step into everything that you have. I pray that tonight is good and just full of breakthrough, Lord, and we just come to know you even more than ever before. And pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Let's worship. Hey, how's it going, Bridge Youth? So good to see you guys. Come on, let's sing it out.
something a little bit different than we normally do. I want everyone to bow your heads and close your eyes and repeat after me. Lord God, tonight, I pray that your presence would just be here. I pray that tonight as we start this series, you would speak to me. You would tell me what mask I'm wearing, but it would be said in love and grace. Lord, I pray that I would know you more and our relationship would get deeper. Lord, I pray for the person next to me that you would speak to them. I thank you, Lord, that you show up whenever we ask. So tonight, I thank you that you're going to speak so clearly through Pastor Corey. And we expect big things in your name. Amen. Tonight, you guys, get your notepads out. Let's be expecting. It's a new series, Masks. It's going to be so good. God's going to be really speaking to you. So be ready. Be expectant. Know that we're here for you and we back you. Say uh, hi to the person next to you. Do an air five and grab your seat. Yo, yo, Bridge Youth, what is up? How you guys doing? Yo, who's loving this weather? Come on. Who's getting bummed out already because this means summer is leaving us? Okay, all you guys are all about fall, huh? All about spooky season. Hey, if you got a Bible, turn to Matthew chapter 4. Um, hey, if you're brand new, hey, maybe you're watching online, welcome. We like to welcome our guests every single week by saying something that for us, it doesn't get old. We say we are here to build you up, not... Yeah, only good vibes here, guys. Come on. Hey, welcome, welcome. Seriously, we love you. We love meeting new people. It's one of our favorite things in the entire world. Hey, really quick to all the ladies. Hey, all the ladies say hey. Come on. JJ always says, hey, the loudest when I say that. It's a little awkward. <laughs> hey, this Friday, everyone say this Friday. This Friday is the Bridge Women Girls Night Out. It will be right here, right where you're sitting. Guys, you're not allowed. If you want to come in disguise as a female, wear a wig, a dress, that's up to you. That's between you and the Lord. Um, <laughs> but ladies, this Friday night, 6.30, what time? Yeah, don't miss it. This Friday night, 6.30. This is literally the only Bridge Women live in-person event of the year. So you don't want to miss it. You do not want to miss it this Friday, 6.30 p.m. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Hey, it's October. It's spooky season. Who's stoked for Halloween? Come on. I don't know what your level of saved is, but uh, maybe you grew up in a church where you're like, we don't celebrate Halloween. We, cel we celebrate fall festival. 
we celebrate the harvest, okay? Um, yeah, but it's still Halloween, okay? Hey, it is spooky season tonight. We're kicking off a brand new series in time. Caleb, the, the countdown's not there. Should I put my own countdown? I'm going to put my own countdown. I was supposed to have a countdown right here. You guys know me. Preacher's going to preach. I don't know if you're grew up in the uh, Church of the Chosen Frozen, um, but this is not that. So you can talk back to me. You can say amen. You can say, come on. You can say, let's go. You say, that's good. You can say, that's for me. You can look at your neighbor and say, that's for you. You can say, preach it, white boy. Whatever you choose, it's up to you. Get your practice in right now because I'm going to preach tonight. Choose your favorite one out of all those. Shout it out on the count of three. One, two, three. Okay, come on. I like that. There was a mix. Typically, I get a big old preacher white boy right back at me, but I heard some amen, some good. I have no clue what JJ said. I don't want to know. Uh, tonight, we're starting a brand new series entitled Masks. Everyone say masks. Masks. Um, this is a series about how um, people wear masks. Culture wears masks. The enemy wears a mask. We wear masks. There's masks all over. We live in this like this, this world of fabrication. We live in this world of inauthenticity. That's a word. Everyone say inauthenticity. That's a tough word. I grew up with a speech impediment. God called me to be a preacher. Hey, it's there. Let's go. Come on. I don't need my own timer. We're going to be on time tonight. Inauthenticity. Um, and tonight, I want to preach a message to you entitled, The Devil Does Not Wear Prada. The De- Who's seen the movie, The Devil Wears Prada? Lots of hands. Look at that, JJ. Come on now. He'd never seen the movie. The devil does not wear Prada. Write that down if you're taking notes. For you note takers who God loves more and so do I, write this down as well. This is your sermon in a sentence. The devil does not wear Prada. He wears masks. Don't fall for his disguise. One more time. The devil does not wear Prada. He wears masks. Don't fall for his disguise. Here's what Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 says. Anybody else love the Bible? I love the Bible. You love the Bible? I hope you do. You're going to get a lot of Bible tonight. This is expository preaching this evening, word by word. Let's go. Lots of Bible coming at you right here. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Ephesians 6, 12, if you want to write that down. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Now, here's the thing. The, the greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world he doesn't exist. The greatest masks, mask he has wasn't a mask at all. He got his hands on Harry Potter's invisibility cloak and convinced the world that he doesn't exist. But make no mistake, you have a real enemy. He hates you and he wants to take you out. And he is not some like red dude with horns and a pointy tail and a pitchfork, right? Like, he is real, and so let's set the picture tonight. Let's, let's get the record straight. Here's a, a handful, here's a quote, and then a handful of Bible verses explaining the actual enemy. I love this. C.S. Lewis, the famous writer, the, the writer of Chronicles of Narnia, he said this, There is no neutral ground in the universe. Every square inch is claimed by God and counterclaimed by Satan. First Peter chapter 5, verse number 8 says, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a, ro- like a roaring lion. Everyone say like. Like a roaring lion. What I love about this is it says he's like a lion. He's not a lion. He's like a lion. It's like he's not, he's like a, like a, not a real Los Angeles basketball fan. He's like a Clippers fan. You know, he doesn't like 
Coke. He likes Diet Coke. That's what he's like. He's like, yeah, come on now. Like, I, you know, I like Diet Coke better. I like Diet Coke more better. It's weird. Liking the Clippers is like liking Diet Coke. Being Satan is being like a lion. Now, why is that so important? Because there is a lion, and he is the lion to the tribe of Judah. He's a roaring living lion. His name is Jesus. Somebody say amen. Come on. I'm, am I the only born-again Christian up in this place? Everyone's like, I like Halloween better than Christmas. Well, I hope you like hot weather more than heaven because you might be gone. I'm just kidding. Come on. All right, back to the Bible. That's 1 Peter chapter 5, verse number 8. He's like a lion looking for someone to devour. That someone's you, just so you know. Job 2, verse 2, maybe the creepiest, creepiest, spookiest Bible verse in all of the Bible. It says this, where have you come from? The Lord said to Satan, why is he even talking to that buster? Satan answered the Lord, I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything going on. I always feel like somebody's watching me. You're right. His name is Satan and he's watching you. Ain't that creepy, but it's true. John 10, 10, the thief's purpose, the devil, the thief, his purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose, this is Jesus talking, my purpose is to give you a rich and satisfying life. John 8, 44, the last of these verses here, he, Satan, was a murderer from the beginning. He's always hated truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. The devil is a liar. How do you know when the devil's lying? His lips are moving. Like if he's talking, he is lying. He's lying to you. He's constantly lying, and he's constantly coming around wearing masks, but we ain't gonna fall for it. Amen? Let's pray. God, you're good. Speak to us tonight. God, uh, I get complaints that I never pray for baseball. So God, um, we pray for uh, baseball um, and the teams, God. I, um, as long as the Padres don't win, I guess. Uh, and God, bless your basketball team, the Lakers, and help them to win this series and bring home the trophy and help your football team, the Raiders. In Jesus' name, all God's people said, amen. So baseball, right, guys? Uh, all 9,000 regular season games. Hey, have you ever been, have you ever gotten hurt but no one believed you that you were hurt? Um, so one time I got bit in the face by a dog. Uh, that did actually happen. I got my top lip bit. My friends were like, neighbor's got a new dog. Like, look at the dog. He's like, no, I'm cool. They're like, no, you should look. Like, he's a really cool dog. He's like, I'm chilling. I'm good. And they're like, no, you just got to look over the wall. It's like a cinder block wall. I'm like, bro, I am legitimately like four foot five. I'm not going to be able to look. They're like, no, look, we'll give you the boosties. And so they gave me the boosties and I got up and I, you know, stomach on the wall and I'm looking over the yard and I couldn't see. I'm like, there's no dog out here. You guys are tripping. There ain't no dog. Maybe you saw a possum because I don't see no dog. And they're like, there's a dog over there. It's like, there's no dog, you guys. And then I hear growling coming from right there. So I look down and there's a huge dog right underneath me, which proceeds to jump up the wall and try to bite my face off. But like a ninja, I do this thing. Yeet! Like just yank my head back real quick. But as it closed its jaws, it just clipped my upper lip right here. If you ever see, I got a scar on my lip right there. Basically gave me like a little cleft lip. I fall off the wall. I'm already covered in blood. So I do what any like wise, smart young man would do. I threw my hand over it and I ran home. I was like a mile from home. 
So picture this guy just running up the street, like bleeding everywhere. I get home. I run up the stairs to our two-bedroom apartment. I find my brother in the living room. I'm holding my face, and I'm like, Josh, I'm going to do a dog. Oh, where's mom? And he goes, you're lying. I was covered in blood, like covered. So you know what I did? All I did was this. And then he freaks out and like, oh, mom's downstairs at her friend's house. Like, we run downstairs, find my mom. That's the end of the story. Uh, I got like four stitches in my face and I'm still pretty, okay? Glory to God. Come on. He is good, our healer and our provider. Amen. Um, here's the thing. All I had to do was move my hands to reveal the reality of the situation to my brother. I removed my hands, revealed the reality of the situation to my brother. All we have to do tonight is remove Satan's mask and reveal the reality of the situation. See, the devil does not wear Prada. He wears masks. And our goal tonight, who remembers the, sh the show Scooby-Doo? Let's go. Glory to God for some Scooby-Doo. Who remembers Dexter's Lab? Nothing to do with the message, but Dexter's Lab. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Come on. Courage was low-key creepy, a little creepy, but I love that show. Our goal tonight is the same goal as every single Scooby-Doo episode ever. It is to unmask the villain, but we're going to be working in reverse because we know who the villain is already. He is the enemy. He's not some red dude with horns, a pointy tail, and a pitchfork, right? We, we painted the picture. We saw the devil is real. He's the enemy, so we're working in reverse. We're not trying to discover who's behind the mask. Instead, working in reverse, we're going to figure out what masks the enemy often wears. So, mask number one, if you have your Bible, we're now in uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse number 1. We're going to read four verses right here. Matthew 4, verse number 1. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. For 40 days, everyone say 40 days. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. That is the truest of any verse in all the Bible. If you ain't eat for 40 days, you will be very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, if you are, this, everyone say if, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become Olive Garden breadsticks. But Jesus, come on somebody who's at Olive Garden breadsticks. I don't even eat when I go to Olive Garden. I just get the breadsticks. But Jesus told them, no, they're delicious. But the scripture says, people do not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Mask number one, three masks tonight. If you're taking notes, number one, the physical mask, the physical mask. Now this mask, the, every single one of the masks tonight is coming along with it. Who's ever been trick-or-treating? Come on, are, is there going to be trick-or-treating this year? I say, you know what? I say, forget it. Let's just do it, guys. Like, let's just trick-or-treat. I, I don't even care if they don't, I don't even care if they don't have candy. We'll just knock on doors anyways. <laughs> just kidding. Um, every one of the masks tonight is going to have a, a trick attached to it. This one, the physical mask, the trick is do what feels right. Did you catch the part where it said that Jesus fasted for 40 days? Like, we just got out of a, uh, uh, 10 days of fasting, and all I fasted was dinner. I fasted dinner for 10 days. I was miserable. <laughs> I, was, I struggled so hard. Some of y'all, like, some of you guys, all the men out here, all the dudes on the count of three said, hey, one, two, three. I like it. Come on. Guys, some of y'all can't go 40 minutes without snacking. Like, 
And what is it about, okay, is it just me, or is as soon as you hop on your Xbox or your PlayStation, you have to be eating something while you play? Uh, is it just me? All your friends complain because they hear you munching in the mic? Okay. 40, you can't go 40 minutes without saying Jesus went 40 days. Imagine the feeling of hunger after 40 days. And of course, Satan comes in the moment when Jesus is most weak after 40 days of not eating. Isn't it, man, does anybody else just notice that the enemy comes around when you're feeling weak, when you're feeling tired, when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling lonely? What a buster is he that he only comes around when you are tired or depressed or feeling low or feeling weak. That's just like him. Remember, because he's not a lion, he's just like a lion. He's a little house kitten. She just kind of kick out of the way. I'm not promoting to kick kittens, you guys. Come on, seriously. Those of you online, don't do that if you have a cat at home. Leave him alone. But that cat's something like Satan. That's what I'm trying to say, okay? <laughs> and he shows up wearing physical masks, trying to get you to do what feels right. But Jesus didn't give in to the Olive Garden breadsticks. Instead, he combated. He resisted, and we don't have to give in either. Because make no mistake, the enemy is going to come around. He is going to try wearing that mask, the physical mask, to get you to do whatever feels right. Oh, just... That's how, <laughs> that's how every joke that you shouldn't say starts right there. But that's what the devil does. He comes around, he's wearing the mask, and he goes, just date them behind your parents' back. It's fine. It's fine. No big deal. They'll never find out. Laura is so happy that I'm preaching this right now. <laughs> she said, my son Kai is so good looking, okay? Like, all these honeys out here, preach it, Corey. <laughs> the enemy comes around wearing that mask, like, girl, mm -hmm. I don't know why Satan became some girl with some attitude. Girl, mm, lie about her. She did the same thing to you. Revenge feels real good. The enemy comes around, comes around like dudes, comes around like, bro, just punch him in the face. <laughs> Guys, do not lie to me like the enemy never came up in your ear whispering that, bro. Just sock him right in the nose. It's right there. It's a huge nose. It, it's not hard to miss. Just swing, bro. Just swing. And then somebody in the crowd's like, but you won't hit him. And you're like, I will. I'm like, and he comes around like, come on, come on. Satisfy that anger and that rage. He comes around like, like, oh, go watch it again. Go to that website again. No one will ever find out. The enemy comes around, man, like as I was prepping this part, this is it, man, if there's any one of these that I just saw, the enemy's been lying to somebody. Enemy comes around like, hey, yeah, like, go, grab that razor, cut yourself. It's the only way that you're going to feel a release. Comes around saying stuff like, like, oh, go to those parties. How else are you going to make friends? Can I tell you, he comes around wearing masks, lying to you, saying things like, sleep around. Everyone else is doing it. But can I just say really quick, it's really easy to hide an ugly heart behind a pretty face. Dude, she might look good, but she might not be good for you. Now, if you're a girl and you're pretty, I'm not automatically saying you're the devil, okay? That's not what I'm saying. But all I'm saying is work on your heart, all right? Check your heart. Look at his neighbor say, check your heart. 
Come on, look at your other neighbor, say, especially you, check your heart. That's why I chose you second, because you definitely need to check your heart. Who am I talking to over here? I don't know. <laughs> but we don't have to give in. God actually, did you know God said, anytime that you're ever tempted, I'll give you a way out. I will give you a holy emergency exit. All you got to do is find it, take it. I almost named this first mask uh, the fulfillment mask because the enemy comes lying to us saying things like, do this. It'll make you happy. It'll bring you joy. Woo, you will look so cool. Guys, oh my God, dudes, you're going to look so manly. Oh, all the chicks are going to like you. Also, don't call them chicks. They don't like that. Okay, uh, Lady, apparently they don't like Girls, is it okay if, if guys call you boo thing? For, collectively, JJ, we argued with Pastor Ann for a good three and a half minutes about how that was okay. We're going to have to apologize. Pastor Ann, if you're watching online, we, we remove our, our, our argument, boo thing, off the list. Okay. Um, ladies thinking like, oh, like, he'll love me so much. This will bring me so much happiness and so much joy and so much fulfillment. It will not bring you fulfillment. Nothing on this earth will bring you fulfillment. Why? Because you are not a shallow cup. You are a deep well, and nothing on this earth can satisfy your soul. See, this is why you could be like, I'm dying. I'm so hungry. And then you drive by In-N-Out, and you're like, God sent this In-N-Out. I'm convinced. Like Oasis in the wilderness. You pull over. You, you don't get in and out. It takes 30 minutes, all right? But then you get that burger, you get that fries, you get the Neapolitan shake, and you dip your fries in the Neapolitan shake because it's bomb, don't judge me. And then you're full, and you're like, whoo, that was so good. But you're going to be hungry in a couple hours, especially, you know, with the skinny problems like me, and you got the metabolism that's like, let's go, eat now. And then in 30 minutes, you're going to be hungry again, okay? Like, but that's what it's like with all this stuff. When the enemy comes around and says, do what feels right, and then you do what feels right, and then 30 minutes later, you're like, oh, why am I still unsatisfied? Why do I still feel empty? Why do I still feel like I'm not fulfilled? Because you're not. The only thing that will ever fulfill me, fulfill you, fulfill me, may I hear me tonight, young person, is a relationship with Jesus Christ. All else will fall short. I promise you that. Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, will fall short. Now, everything, there is not a substance that you could take. There is not an alcoholic beverage you could drink. There ain't no party you can go to. Trust me, been there, done that. You'll only feel more empty. You will have no more fulfillment. You will only be lower. You'll only feel more depressed. Only Jesus can fulfill you. But Satan, he comes around wearing that mask, that fulfillment mask, that physical mask, saying, do whatever you feel. And man, like he wears it so good. But I like what Jesus said. I like how Jesus responded to this mask. He says, he says, people do not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God, aka the world and temptation and those websites and the party, all that, it won't fulfill you. Only Jesus can fulfill you. Only God can bring you real fulfillment. So don't just do what feels right. Write this down. Uh, I'm not even going to preach this. You just need to hear this and you need to take this for what it is. Write this down if you're taking notes. Choices lead, feelings follow. Choices lead, feelings follow. I got to officiate a wedding last, last uh, Friday. 
And when I officiate weddings, I often talk a lot about choices. I don't talk much about feelings because I, I don't believe in soulmates. I believe your mate becomes your soulmate when you say, I do, and you get married. And I made a decision to marry this woman to my right, your left. Don't look, guys. I don't want you to stumble. She's fine, all right? Okay, calm down. But I made a decision. I made a choice. Now, no matter what my feelings might ever tell me, when I wake up at 7.30 in the morning cranky, because <laughs> I'm not even saved in the morning, no, no, no. I made a choice, and I made a commitment, and all my feelings will follow. I made a choice and commitment to follow Jesus at 15 years old, and every single one of my feelings need to get in line with that choice. Stop following your feelings. Don't just do what you want. Don't fall for that mask. I wrote this down. I wanted to read it exactly as I wrote it down. I actually had this sitting in my phone for probably six months. Here's what it is. The enemy wants you to care so much about your feelings that you will willingly deny the truth in service of them. Why? Because your feelings are easy to manipulate. The truth, not so much. All right, moving on. The next mask. Uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 9. I'm going to have to read off my iPad now. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 5. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and said, if you are the son of God, if you are the son of God, everyone say if. If you are the son of God, jump off. Send it. For the scriptures say... He will order his angels to protect you, and, and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. Mask number two, the emotional mask. Here's the trick or treat attached to the emotional mask. Question God's love. Satan tried to get Jesus to question God's love for him. Come on, does God really love you? I don't know. Well, then prove it. That's, that's what Satan's saying. And the enemy will, will mess with, he'll toy with your emotions to get you to question God's love for you. And know this, the beginning of your unfolding starts when you question God's love for you. Because imagine all the things that we would turn to if we doubt, if we don't believe that God truly loves us. See, um, now what'll happen when you mess up when, everyone say when, not if, when, Pastor Corey, you're so encouraging, I know, but when you mess up, um, here's what'll happen, the enemy, as soon as you mess up, he'll take off that physical mask, he'll take off that emotional mask, and then he'll reveal his true self to you, the accuser, here's what it says in Revelation chapter 12, verse number 10, the accuser of our brothers and sisters, that's us, those of us who are believers and followers of Jesus, the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth. The one who accuses us before God day and night. Anyone, ever, anyone else ever been accused by the enemy? Come on, you know exactly what his voice sounds like. He comes around whispering in your ear saying things like, you are such a sinner. Ugh. You're, you're so like, you're so gross. Like nobody likes you. Like, you're, you're so worthless. You're not worthy. You think God loves you? You? A child of God? You? Oh, come on. You don't really, you don't really believe that, do you? Like, but this is what the enemy comes around saying. But know this. Every, every single mask and attack of the enemy will be attached to your identity. Every single mask and attack of the enemy will be attached to your identity. 
It says twice here. When Satan comes in and, and he attacks uh, Jesus, he says, if you are the son of God. You guys were wondering, why, why, how did he keep telling us to say if? Twice. And these two, the next one you'll notice he doesn't say if you're the son of God. Because even Satan knows. I can only, I can only like, come at them with the same weapons and the same attacks so long. But twice he says, if you are the son of God. Here's what I love. Like, that's chapter 4. Literally the last verse in chapter 3. The very last verse in chapter 3. Jesus gets baptized. The heavens open. And from heaven, a voice comes and says, this is my death dearly loved son who brings me great joy. And then Satan goes, if you're the son of God. No, this is my dearly loved son. Well, if you are the son of God. In Genesis, um, the devil comes and he tempts Adam and Eve. And he says, hey, hey, Eve, um, if you eat of the fruit, then you're going to be like God. But jump back to Genesis 1:26, And God's like, hey, let's make humans in our likeness to be like us. Like every attack of, of the enemy is going to be at your identity. So as soon as you start feeling those attacks of the enemy at your identity, you have to push it off. Here's one way, and this is so huge. Like, can we just be like theological? I wish we had like little, the little glasses of espresso right now. And like those of you who wear glasses look much more sophisticated than the rest of us. But can we like get like super sophisticated for a really quick second? This is like deep theological stuff, okay? There's condemnation and there's conviction, okay? Everyone say condemnation. Okay, everyone say conviction, they're two very different things that sometimes will occur in the same moment. And it's when you mess up, when not if, when you mess up. You'll experience often these two things simultaneously. Here's the difference between the two. Condemnation does not come from God. In fact, the Bible says that God did not send Jesus into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world. Jesus looked at a prostitute and said, I don't condemn you. Don't condemn yourself. Like, that's, what, that's the God that we serve. Condemnation is this. When you lay your head down at night on your pillow and you say, I'm not praying before I go to sleep tonight. I do every night, but not tonight because I just did fill in the blank. Condemnation is when you go, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lift my hands in church. I'm not even gonna go to church because if I, if I go, I'm just a hypocrite. That's condemnation. Condemnation will always pull you further away from God. Conviction on the other hand, condemnation comes from the devil. Conviction on the other hand comes from God. It comes from the Holy Spirit. And conviction just helps you realize your need for a savior. Conviction is like when you're in the ocean being pulled by a riptide and you yell for the lifeguard. Like that's conviction. And conviction will always bring you closer to God. So you see the difference between the two? Like often we mess up and we experience condemnation. We experience conviction. We need to push away condemnation and embrace conviction because the devil is an accuser. Don't let him accuse you. And with this emotional mask, don't listen to your emotions. Listen to God because the devil wears emotional masks so much. So much so that he's got an entire generation worshiping their emotions, worshiping their feelings. And as a youth pastor, like this is what I do. Um, it breaks my heart to see like so many young people just regurgitating Satan's lies. Do whatever feels right. Honk your horn in the middle of a pastor preaching. <laughs> Do whatever, you are whatever you feel. Go, yeah, go and do that. Live out your truth. There's no your truth, there is only truth. People say, oh yeah, live out your truth. Your truth might not be my truth. No, there is no your truth and my truth. There's only truth and some of us are wrong. But the enemy goes around, live out your truth. You are whatever you feel. God's not real. Your feelings are, so follow those. 
but don't fall for the devil's lies. He's a liar. Don't regurgitate his lies either. Now, here's the thing. My emotions change. Does anybody else's emotions change from moment to moment? You don't have coffee, then you have coffee. Come on, somebody. You're hangry, and then you eat. Then you're all right. You are the happiest person on the planet. And then you watch some depressing Netflix movie, and you're like, this is the worst. <laughs> and you watch a two-hour movie to see the main character that you just fell in love with dies. You're like, well, I hate my life. Like, our emotions are so fickle. My emotions, I am an, I'm an emotional roller coaster, if you cannot tell. So I'm not about to follow my emotions. I'm going to follow God because my emotions might change moment to moment. But guess what? God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he never, ever, 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 ever changes. So I'm not going to follow my feelings that are going to be different in five minutes. I'm going to follow God. Follow God. Because your feelings are going to tell you, the enemy is going to tell you all types of things, but your feelings will change left and right. So I'm just going to believe I am who he says I am. And well, who's he saying? I am. Just like he said to Jesus, his dearly loved son. That is who I am. I refuse to let the enemy toy with my emotions and make me question that. Someone say amen. The last mask is the band heads up. It's the control mask. The control mask. The, the trick attached to this one is to get you to take over the throne. To take over the throne. You ever meet a control freak? If you're not... If you haven't met a control freak, you're the control freak. (laughs) There's some people that are so annoying to me. Pastor Corey, you're a pastor. You're not supposed to say that. Well, deal with it. Some people are annoyed. Like, come on. With some, if you don't, maybe you're not even a Christian. Like, maybe you're here and you are an absolute, like, atheist. You don't believe in God. You'll agree with me on that one, right? Like, you might disagree with everything else I've said thus far, but you'll agree. Some people are annoying. <laughs> what kind of people, Pastor Corey? Like cat people, you know? <laughs> if you own a cat, I'm sorry. It's just annoying. Why do you have a cat? Cats are the worst. Like, you know, I don't, you know what people are annoying? people who don't like Chipotle. I don't like Chipotle. What's wrong with you? How do you not like Chipotle? Like Chipotle is, remember that kid, Chipotle is my life. (laughs) That kid was so tight. I, uh, annoying people, people who step on your shoes. Uh, New England Patriots fans. Um, Chargers fans. It's going to be our year. No, it's not. (laughs) Dallas Cowboys fans. It's going to be our year. No, you just won one game. Okay. (laughs) Calm down. Clippers fans, (laughs) come on, people, come on, who chew with their mouths open, dear God, so annoying, know-it-alls, I know, oh no, yeah, I know, I know, you didn't know, I know, yeah, I know, shut up, no, you didn't, (laughs) Uh, dudes who take off their shirts for no reason, (laughs) there's no body of water around, it's not even hot, (laughs) Leave your shirt on. Also, control freaks. So annoying. Check this out. Last piece of scripture here. Matthew 4, verse 8. The devil took him to a peak at a very high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. Satan says, I'll give it all to you, he said, if you kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan. Some of you all just, don't get anything else out of the message. Just get that one verse right there. Matthew chapter 4, verse 10. Just go home, pray that. Get out of here, Satan. Someone say, get out. Come on, Jordan Peele knew what he was talking about. Get out of here, Satan. 
Jesus told him, For the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil went away and the angels came and took care of Jesus. What's going on here? Satan is tempting Jesus with power, authority, elevation, and control, which is, he's trying to get him to take the throne, which is funny because the throne belongs to Jesus anyways. Um, but we end up in the same predicament. Now, you might be like, Corey, uh, I don't want a throne. I don't want to be a king. I don't want to rule the world. I watch the debates. I don't want to be president. Not even interested, okay? Um, okay, but who sits on the throne of your life? We sing, but the king of my heart. Like, but is he the king of your heart? Who sits on the throne of your heart? Who sits on the throne of your life? Because I think when, when, when Satan comes around with the control mask, what he's trying to do is get us to sit on the throne of our own life. I guarantee you he'll come around and do just that. And he'll get you, he'll get you to act like the, I ordered a latte, not a frappuccino. I said no pickles on my chicky Sammy. I don't want, the light's been green for two seconds. Get going, move on. I'll date who I want. I'll do what I want, when I want, with who I want type of control freak. That's what the enemy's going to do. This is, this is why everybody doesn't want to call anybody or FaceTime anybody anymore. They always want to text. Why? Because when you text, you're in control of the situation. That's why you don't leave the red thing on. You know, the like, like that you've read the text message now. If you have that on, either your parents are good parents or like you chose that, which is just weird. <laughs> is you're, you're like, how many of us fall into this? And here's the thing. This is maybe the sneakiest of all the masks because it happens so smooth. And before we know it, we've taken the pen of our lives and we're writing the story ourselves. But for some though, God's not on the throne. You might not be on the throne. Because if you haven't got healing from something that's happened to you in the past and you're still hurting and you're not, you're refusing to deal with that, um, the enemy will use that as a mask, put it on and control. And I pray that tonight, if that's you, that you'll receive healing even for the things that nobody ever apologized for. Because if you're not over it, it's probably over you. And it might be the thing controlling you. But to get healing, you have to let go of control. You have to put God on the throne and let him bring that healing. Band, you guys could come up, play in the background real nice and soft. Um, play something super. What's that song that the dude's been, that, that like Vato dude's skateboarding to? Um, Dreams, yeah, by Fleetwood Mac. I listen to country music, not... <laughs> You know, you know who else is annoying? Country music fans. <laughs> oh, no time for that. Uh, zero time for country music, guys. If you guys could play that song, that would be a vibe. That would be, that would be a vibe. <laughs> Charles agrees. No country. This is why he's our. This is why he's our youth MD. He said, "Except Zach Brown." I'm not going to concur because I don't know who that is. Don't fall for the control freak mask where you put yourself in the position of sitting on the throne of your life. Because guess what? We are not good at writing our own stories. Trust, I wrote my own story for 15 years. That story sucked. But ever since then, man, I gave my life to Jesus. I gave that, that pen to him. Now, you might be sitting here hearing all about this fight, this fight, this fight, this when the enemy's attacking us. And you're probably, if you're a dude and you've been tempted to, like, punch somebody in the face like we talked about, um, you're probably asking, well, how do we fight back? If there's anyone you can punch in the face, it's the devil. Go for it. Swing on. 
Um, you can't. He's not physical, okay? Um, so how do we fight back? The devil wears masks, but we wear armor. Write this verse down. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 14. To, sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read verse number 13 to 17. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13 to 17. Here's what it says. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you'll be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. All right, so we got truth. The belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. So we got righteousness. For shoes, put on peace. Okay, cool. So we got peace. That comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith. So we've got faith to stop the fiery arrows. Okay, we got all of this. The first weapon that it says the enemy has, another translation is darts. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> he's got darts, like of everything. You know what I think it is? It's not, it's like the little kid darts. You know little kid darts that aren't even like the pokey ones? It's like the ones that just stick between the plastic pieces on the dartboard. I feel like that's what he has, but they're apparently on fire. I don't know. <laughs> Put on the salvation as your helmet. So we got salvation. And take the sword, everyone say sword, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Every single time in these three temptations where Jesus is attacked, how does he respond? He quotes God's word. Because God's word is a sword. And out of all of this in the armor of God in Ephesians, the only thing that's the often, everything else is defensive. A helmet, shoes, a shield, body armor, but then there's a sword. And it's the only offensive weapon. And that is God's word. When the enemy attacks, I want to say what God says. My words don't hold much weight, but God's words holds all the weight. Do you know what God has to say about you? Do you know his promises? Because when the enemy attacks, that's the best way that you can fight. The devil doesn't wear Prada. He wears masks. Don't fall for the disguise. I want to ask you one more time tonight. Who sits on the throne of your heart, of your life? Because if we've been talking about the devil attacking us, about the enemy attacking us, about struggling, some of you like relate to that too much, like so much. You're like, man, this is my life right now. Can I tell you the best thing that you could do is step away from that battle, get off the throne of your life and say, God, you sit on that throne. You come, you take my life. Here's the pen of my life. You write the next chapters. And if that's you tonight, whether you're watching online or you're here right now, you're going to get that opportunity right here in just a moment. Every single person, front to back, side to side, bow your heads, close your eyes. It's a holy moment. If you're here tonight and you say, that's me, Pastor Corey, I feel like I'm at that place called rock bottom. I feel like I've been being attacked left and right by the enemy. Like he's just relentless. I feel like I'm in the middle of a storm. I need God to intervene. I need God to show up. I want to give him my life. I want to respond to this invitation. That's you. I want you to respond in a really simple way. Nobody looking around, heads bowed, eyes closed. If that's you, I'm going to count to three. When I get to three, I just want you to throw your hand up, put it right back down. I only want you to raise your hand because I believe that when we respond on the outside to what's happening on the inside, it makes it more real to us. Here we go. This is your 
your chance. Tomorrow's promise to nobody is the best way that you could combat the enemy attacking you by giving your life to Jesus. You don't even have to fight back against the enemy. You just have to surrender your life to God. Here we go. Heads bowed, eyes closed. When I get to three, if that's you, raise your hand, put it right back down. One, two, three, go. All over this place. Hands went up everywhere. Right now, what we're going to do is we're going to pray. We prayed like this once already with Josie. We're going to pray one more time because the Bible says, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. He rose from the dead and you'll be saved. So that's what we're going to do. Right out loud. You don't have to scream it, but just right there where you're sitting, even if you didn't raise your hand just in support of those around you, pray this with me. Repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner, but I know you're a savior. Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins and you rose from the dead. So tonight, I give you my heart. I give you my life. I give you everything. I surrender the throne of my life and my heart to you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for receiving me. Thank you for forgiving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, let's welcome people into God's family right now. Hey, really quick, if, if you just prayed that and that was your first time praying, this ain't the end of the journey, it's the beginning. We want to walk your next steps out with you. And so um, we want to do what's called the next seven days with you. It's these simple videos that'll answer some of your questions. They'll help you out. They'll walk this journey with you. You're not meant to walk this journey alone. You're meant to walk it with family and community. That's what these videos are about. If you want them and, and you want to um, get those super easy, all you got to do, go to our Instagram, at bridge, Y-T-H underscore, DM us the words next seven and we'll get the videos. We'll take care of the rest for you. Hey, one more time. Welcome people into God's family. Amber, join me up here real quick. Um, hey, nobody leaving and moving around just yet. Uh, um, I've had this message in my heart. You can come around here. But I've had this message in my heart for, for like two weeks. And those of you who know me, um, and know me well, uh, know that like I on and off struggle with insomnia and, and sleeping, not sleeping. In the past two weeks since I've had this, this message in my heart, this moment, um, other than the past couple days, this moment was the only thing I've really had in my heart to do as we close this down. And I've been losing sleep over it. there's some of you who I know your stories and I know what you're going through. I know what you're dealing with and I know how the devil's attacking you and it's real and it's tough. There's people in our community who um, have medical stuff going on that could literally cost them their lives. Parents that are talking about splitting up. People facing, I can't tell you how many people in the past couple months we've met with who are struggling with serious depression, and anxiety, mental health stuff. It doesn't mean you're weird. It just means you're under attack. But know this, the devil only attacks those he's most intimidated by. But the Lord brought me to this scripture. This is Jesus talking to, you'll hear the name Simon, but Simon is Peter's name. Peter was one of Jesus' best friends. And here's what it says. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked for you. He's asked to sift you like wheat. You know what sifting is? It's like, it's like when you make, uh, glory to God, mac and cheese, and then you get the strainer and you pour the mac and cheese in the strainer and all the water that falls through. 
what falls through is getting sifted. That's what the devil wanted to do to Peter. But listen to what Jesus said. He says, but I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail so that you, once you've repented and turned to me again, you'll not just be strengthened, but you'll strengthen your brothers and sisters. I've been losing sleep because I'm convinced, Bridge Youth, the devil has asked for you. But we, we've prayed for you, we've pleaded for you in prayer. Your leaders have pleaded for you in prayer. The devil's asked to sift you but not on our watch. There's some people in your life you need to be praying for because your prayers, your pleads to the Lord will be the thing that keeps them from being sifted so that once we've repented, we'll be strengthened and our faith will not fail. All over this place, stand to your feet across this place because right now we're going to pray a prayer of faith. Hey, if the devil's dumb enough to put you through it, be wise enough to let God use it. Bridge Youth, I pray tonight. In Jesus Christ's name. Just make no mistake. Yo, like, I know some junior hires are out here like, yo, this is heavy. I was just trying to skate and get some popsicles, yo. Junior hires... Some of y'all are the ones with the biggest target on your back because, oh my gosh, the devil is so freaking scared of you. Some of you guys, the prayer, the find and faith girls, even though you ain't never seen Star Wars, that's your assignment. (laughs) Because some of you guys are making heaven crowded because you don't care what people think while the rest of the world is. I'm saying in Jesus Christ's name that the devil can't have you. You pray for you pray right now. As I'm about to pray, I'm not the only one praying. You pray for your brothers and sisters to your left and to your right. The devil can't have us. He's not going to sift you. Instead, your faith will not fail. You'll be strengthened, and more so, you'll strengthen those around you. Right now, let's pray. Bow your heads, close your eyes. God, I pray right now under the authority that Jesus gave us when he said all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me and I pass it to you in that authority, in the authority of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, our risen Messiah, I claim in Jesus' name, devil, you can't have them. The devil's asked for you, but I'm pleading for you in Jesus' name that you'll be strengthened, that your faith will endure, that those of you who need healing will receive healing over your bodies, Those of you struggling with anxiety, you would get peace in the armor of God. Those of you who are struggling with depression, joy comes. There may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. Those of you who the enemy's attacking your family, that you're going to be the ones that pray for your family even right now. So Jesus, we lift up those families in Jesus' name. And I bind the enemy right now. And I claim in Jesus' name that a brighter day is coming for those who are being attacked. The storms are dying down. I pray in Jesus' name that they would see through the storm. They see through the wind. They see through the rain. And they would 
would see the other side of this thing and they would know that breakthrough is on its way. We see the masks. We see the devil coming, trying to trick us, trying to lie us, trying to get us to give in to these physical and these emotional and these control uh, manipulations, but we're not going to fall for it. Instead, Jesus, we're staying focused on you and we pray right now for our brothers and sisters who the devil's trying to sift. We say, not on our watch. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now let's worship him right now because when we say what God says and we say the words of God, that's our sword and that's like fighting back. Let's pray. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. This will be the last song. So let's sing our praise.
church. Your presence is in open door. We want you, Lord, like never before. See it at church. Your presence is in open door. So come now, Lord, like never before. Bridge Youth, if you didn't hear it already, let me tell you something. The enemy is real. He wants to attack you. He wants to come after you. He wants to get in your head. And that sounds really scary. But can I tell you something? We serve a God who is so much greater than that. We serve a God that already gave us the victory over him. We serve a God that already called us to overcome. So quit letting him scare you. Quit letting him intimidate you. Quit letting him lie to you, telling you you are not strong enough to overcome the things that he has put in your life because you are. Because you're not living in your strength alone anymore. You're living in the strength that God gave you. Let me pray for you, Bridge Youth. Dear Jesus, I just thank you so much that you have already given us the victory, God. I thank you so much that we no longer have to live in fear. We no longer have to live in guilt. We no longer have to live in shame because you have called us to be victorious. So I just thank you so much that you would just give us the confidence to walk in that, God. I just thank you so much that you would just give us the confidence and the strength to fight against the things that the enemy is trying to put in front of us, God. I thank you so much that you are greater, and I thank you so much that we would live in that, that we would see that, that we would recognize that. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey guys, let me tell you one thing. If you gave your life to Jesus tonight, that is the best decision you've ever made. Please DM next seven to at bridgeYTH underscore. And ladies, I will see you guys Friday, 6.30 p.m. Be there, it's gonna be great. Otherwise, we'll see you guys Sunday.